The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and boy, did the AFC West just change for the better. That's right. The Raiders defeat the Steelers at home. That and more here on show 352. On today's show, we will have the post game for the Steelers. What a game. Unbelievable to say the least. We have to hit on that. And, of course, a pregame for the O's. The Broncos, that is. My apologies to all the spouses that have to listen to this. Not really. <laughs> And, of course, we will have the bone line, which is blowing right off my phone. <laughs> you guys are blowing it up, and I'm loving it up. Keep them coming, man. I love these calls. It is great to hear uh, what everybody else thinks. It's just insane. <laughs> I love it. Okay, okay, there's some tidbits I got to go over. We signed Andre Carter. Great move, I hope. I hope he's got a lot left at a toward quad, and that's why the Patriot Rats cut him. Ten sacks last year. He's a premier. He's going to be a Sam linebacker. He's going to be a great addition. If he plays anything like he did last season, great pickup, wonderful move. That's the new GM for you. you know, this is the kind of stuff that brings me hope. Um, the only hope I have is the locker room doesn't get lost with the replacement of people that they've been in camp with. That's kind of... A brutal thing, but it's the NFL. That is a great thing. Barksdale cut. That's right. One of Mr. Davis's last round, uh, third round picks. A lineman uh, let go for lack of production, no doubt. This guy's been a project since the beginning, and he can't seem to get it. So he had to get it out of here, and that's what happens if you go get it. Okay, DHB, you guys know he's out of the hospital. You know, they said it was just a concussion. Well, I'm a paramedic. I'm a fireman. Been one for many years. Just a concussion is horseshit. This young man, I hope he takes care of himself. I want him on the field if he can play. I want him on the field if he's uninjured when he's 50. He doesn't look like Muhammad Ali. That's how I want him on the field. If it's not going to be that way, for his best good, maybe it's better he just sit out for a season. I know brain injuries are brutal. I'm worried about his neck, too, but, you know, I want him coming back, but not too early, and not if he can't, really. So that's the DHB thing. He's doing well. He's a great kid. I had a pleasure of talking to him many times, and that is cool. So that's basically it. The $21,000 that Ryan Monday got fined, well, you know what happens. Happens to our team, too. You make a bonehead move, and his head was down. Uh, I don't know a lot of semantics about head-to-head -head crap, but, you know, your head's down, you're heading into a pile of people. What are the chances? Pretty damn high. Pay the money, sucker. And that is all I have to say about that.
the NFL that threw in the flag, the white flag, that is. And the referees are back at their jobs after agreement to an eight-year deal. What that says to me is stability says that they got it figured out for eight years. They want this to go away permanently. They hate dealing with this stuff because it's all about just making money and keeping things behind the scene quiet. And, of course, Roger Goodell comes off with some bullshit about how it's nice to have everybody back. Let's all shake hands and whatever. Bunch of billionaires. Thank you very much. Get the job done so we can watch the product that we pay for every damn Sunday. That's right. Good deals. The good official is going to be back. We'll see how it affects the Raiders. I don't think it's going to affect them very much. I think it's going to be better for our team. But it's nice to know that Bill Cheat got hit for a $50,000 fine. I love it. And so did the offensive coordinator for the Hose. He got a big one, and so did John Fox. So some of my favorite people got slapped around a little bit. Well, you know, everybody likes to slap a hoe. <laughs> I don't condone it, but I understand it. <laughs> anyway, that money could go to helping the officials in their retirement and all. They must have got it resolved, man, because it's a done deal. And that's a happy thing for everybody I'm believing. So we can get back to some regular old-fashioned old football. That's all I have to say about that. Let's start this post-game off right with a little bit of Greg Papa. I just love this part. Second down and nine. Pittsburgh on the uh, their own 34. Braun and Wallace are tight to the left. Here's a draw to Dwyer. He got stacked up. He fumbled the ball. The Raiders got it on there. Pittsburgh 30-yard line. Second and seven Raiders on Pittsburgh's 27. Venarius Moore, Hayward Bayer left. There's a wide open Osbury, the tight end. He runs by Monday. First down Raiders on the Pittsburgh 14-yard line. We'll see if he'll actually snap the ball or not. Palmer's up on the line. It's an eye behind him. Marcel Reese and Darren McFadden. Palmer under center. They're going to flex out wide, moving quickly. And now we have a false start. Cooper Carlisle false started. And he may have done it intentionally to make Pittsburgh move here. Hold on. Part of the snap. Neutral side Offside Pittsburgh. 96 in the defense. Genius play by the Raiders. The penalty is half the distance to the goal. Genius play. The Raiders now have a first and goal on Pittsburgh's three-yard line. Slot right. McFadden slides left, stays backfield. A lob for the corner for Hayward. He's got it. He's got it. Touchdown, Raiders. A brilliant coaching move by Dennis Allen turns into a first and goal and a Raider game-time touchdown. First and ten, Raiders on the Pittsburgh 48. After the 50-yard kickoff returned by Mike Goodson. Larry Foote showing blitz. Palmer makes sure it's blocked up. McFadden alone back. Draw. McFadden up the middle. Gets around Casey Hampton. Gets wide. A stiff arm. Pittsburgh's 32-yard line. It's a true eye. Double tight to right. Gordon and Myers play action. Palmer looking middle. Throws. Touchdown! Caught by Richard Gordon. First and 10. Raiders are down 10. 31 to 21. McFadden is the lone back. Marcel Reese goes into the left slot. Like a receiver, which he was at the University of Washington. Palmer, a play action to McFadden. A throw middle and a catch made by Denarius Moore. First on Raiders. Out to their 39-yard line. Under center. Five-step drop. Looks middle. Time. Throws. Check down. Catch tight end. Nice move on Larry Foote. 
Brandon Myers, a first down, swerving and weaving all the way to the Pittsburgh 34-yard line. Third and nine. There's Palmer straight drop. It'll lob one right, and it is caught by Rod Streeter. What a catch. It is second and goal, Raiders. On the Pittsburgh six. McFadden the long back. There's Palmer hit. And now being chased, throws for the end zone, caught for a touchdown. What a catch there right on the goal line. A rolling catch by Denarius Moore. Raiders get the touchdown. They have a slot left. Sanders inside of Mike Wallace. And Antonio Brown right singled up on Michael Huff. Roethlisberger back. Roethlisberger throws middle. Catch. Antonio Brown runs for attack of the Giordano. And he's grabbed around the head. He fumbled the ball. It's up in the air. And the Raiders, Philip Wheeler's got it. Wheeler takes it for the Raiders on the 34-yard line. So here's the field goal by Janikowski. A 32-yarder. Tie the game at 31. Swings that left foot towards the black hole uprights, and he ties the game. Not working the clock down and give it right back to them. Here's Palmer back. Time, middle, catch! Brandon Myers has arrived. Palmer goes into the gun. He has a slot right. Marcel raced the fullback inside of Denarius Moore. And Hagen left. Here's a blitz again by foot. Palmer back. Throws middle. Hagen's wide open. 30. Stiffer. He's out of bounds on the 25-yard line. With 27 seconds to go. The Raiders are in field goal range right now. It's a left-footed kicker. It's on the grass. It's all there. He kicks it. The Raiders beat the Steelers. Kondo will snap. Leckler will hold. Here goes Janikowski to beat him at the gun. High snap. has got it down, and Daniel's got it up, and it is good! The Raiders have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers! And Sebastian Janikowski drives it through the black hole uprights to win this football game 34-31. The Oakland Raiders defeat, shock, and dismay the entire NFL society by beating the Pittsburgh Steelers at home 34 to 31 and what a freaking game I'm telling you I'm going to tell you exactly how it started for this Raider fan well as we roll and as you guys know everyone who has come to the tailgate we were there early and of course often with brewskis in hand and parties in the mind we all went to the tailgate and we're watching uh, the situation happened with San Francisco because they lost. <laughs> they lost to the Vikings. Let me hear that sound, Randy. I love it. <laughs> they heard it a bunch. And, well, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, by the way, the Bronco Hoes lost to the Texans in their house, by the way. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Yeah, well, whatever. And the long road to the stadium, which is extremely long now with the security and the, the whole metal detector thing, it's brutal. So I didn't get in till just after the first quarter had already started, and I was online an hour beforehand. So I rushed over to the concession, of course, to grab two beers, one for me and one for Randy. And I'm standing in line, very short line, because everyone else is watching the game, and tap, tap on the back shoulder. I think it's Randy. I'm going to turn around and say, hey, man, I got you a beer. And who's standing in front of me? Marcus Allen. He had to walk all the way around the stadium to go to his luxury box seats. And he saw my Allen jersey because I wore an Allen jersey that day. And he shook my hand. He said, nice representation, man. Thank you. And then he walked to his luxury seat. I was stunned 
As stunned as you could believe, man, I just was blown away. Case of right time, right place, whatever you want to call it. But it was an honor to shake his hand, and I did say, thank you for what you've done for this team, Mr. Allen. That's all I could say to him uh, because I was tongue-tied. Other than that, (laughs) I was standing there uh, blown away. And so were the girls in the concession. It was pretty crazy. That whole concession was like lit up like a Christmas tree. Beautiful moment, uh, one that I won't forget. Come to find out, we had already thrown a pick, and the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers took advantage of it. Score, Raiders 0, Steelers 7. So imagine my surprise when I came into the stadium, shocked and dismayed, to say the very least. Well, let me say this. From that moment on, and I'm going to tell you, as weird as it sounded, as skeptical as everyone was, I started thinking, hey, man, we're playing damn good football. I ain't kidding. The next set of downs, Derek McFadden runs for a touchdown 68 yards, I believe. Incredible play by all aspects of this freaking team. May I say this? May I say the offensive line did a fantastic job of protection. They opened holes when they had to. And man, oh man. Special teams played exceptionally well, unbelievably well, considering what they were. Seemed like a different team altogether. Denarius Moore, please. Best receiver we have, no doubt. Derek Hagan came out of nowhere for the game-winning catch. Really, that's what it was. Jano, as good as ever. Janikowski pops it in from all over the field. The confidence in the team went to a Just record season high. I mean, please. Where was this in the last first two two games? I don't know. Where was this team? Where was the hurry-up offense? That is ingenious. That is an absolute genius way to play this game. And we're going to need it next week, by the way. This hurry-up offense kept the Steelers' defense on one foot all game long. Even though the offense and Roethlisberger was getting his yardage in, shit, he blew us away in yards. But Palmer was persistent and precise, and everybody caught balls when they had to. It was insane to watch. And I'll tell you, once DHB got hurt, I had no doubt at all in my mind that the Raiders were going to win this game. I had no doubt at all. I knew we would win this game, and the Coliseum was a freaking fanatic house man it was decibel crazy the fans were off the chain and the defense was feeding on every scream from the stands it was fabulous football at home grateful fan base just celebrated insanely from this win incredible coaching the setup Excellent. I can truly say that both aspects, coaching and players, came together for a victory in this game. The coaching changed. You could see it. The blocking scheme was simplified. It was obvious. We pushed them around on the line just enough to get our way, and the receivers ran crisp routes. And, yes, if Palomalo was in there, well, if my aunt had a sack, she'd be, well, she wouldn't be my aunt. 
We beat the Steelers in our house, an unexpected win, and we won it in a very convincing fashion. Now, I don't know if these are super freaks. We've heard, we've seen it. We have seen the super freaks show up and beat teams that were totally out of the blue. I mean, were and then the team just goes right back to who they were before. I'm hoping, and I think that that's not our trajectory here. I'm hoping it isn't. It didn't look like it. Now, once a week on the drive every Tuesday, Dennis Allen, head coach of the Raiders, and career win number one is in the books. Raiders 34, Steelers 31. Coach, I know you're feeling well. How well are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good, man. It was a it was a great win for our team. I thought our team really battled and they fought and we knew it was going to be a 60-minute fight against a really good football team, and, and we fought for 60 minutes, and we were able to come out with a win. Personally, okay, and, and no doubt, it's a team concept, it's a team sport, but personally, as as a rookie head coach, to bag your first win at home against a team, uh, a historic franchise like Pittsburgh, what's it mean to Dennis Allen? Well, I mean, it, it, hey, listen, it, it feels good. Uh, it's a good win. Uh, but I, I believe this with all my heart. This is a team game, and there's a lot of people that uh, – that you know go into winning these games and and so uh our team needed that um as much as anybody any one individual so i'm just proud of our team and the way they came out and fought and played and, uh, again against a very good football team i don't want to turn this into the dennis allen well it is the dennis allen show and i, but I don't want to make this this win all about you but i do have to ask what do you know about being an nfl head coach now that you didn't know three weeks ago well, I think you, I think you realize how how difficult the the challenge is. I mean, every every week is a new challenge, and every day something different comes up. Uh, you know, in in the in game op- operations of of making adjustments, uh, you know, challenging calls, uh, making those those critical calls in, in different times of the game, and and those are all those are all challenging situations. But they're but they're fun to to uh, to make those decisions. And. Looking at this particular game, we've we've talked about it. There seem to be so many turning points, a lot of different contributions. Which one to you was was the key one? You know, I don't know if I can look back and say there was one particular thing that was the key turning point in the game. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened is, you know, our offense – uh, kept answering every time Pittsburgh would score our offense came back and we were able to answer and and keep our defense in the game enough to where our defense could come back and make a couple of stops there in the fourth quarter uh, and special teams provided field position for us all day so you know I don't know that there was one thing that I say that's the that was what what turned the flow of the game uh, but uh, I thought all phases of the game uh, came through with big plays when we needed them. No question. Dennis Allen, Raiders head coach here on the drive. Tierney and Buecher, 95-7 the game. You know, Dennis, I know Greg Knapp preached patience all week uh, pertaining to the run game. You've done the same as well. But let's be honest, when you see Run DMC rip off a 64-yard touchdown run, I imagine you're pretty relieved to see that happen, no? No, it was it was good to see, and and we knew it was in us, um, and uh, we knew that that you know it just took it takes one seam for uh, for Darren to be able to you know hit it and take it the distance. So uh, you know with him you're always you you know you're always one play away from a big play, and it was good to see him get on track right there and and have a heck of a run and really had a good day. And and you know I thought the offensive line uh, did a great job in protection all day. I thought they did a great job of. Uh, you know, getting some movement on the line of scrimmage and, and creating some running teams. Can you give us an update on 
uh, Darius? Darius is uh, is at home resting. Um, he's got a, a, a neck strain, uh, and he had a concussion. So uh, we'll go through the protocol. Um, we'll keep evaluating him and, and uh, see when he's going to be back and be ready to go. What, do you have any sense of a timeline on that at this point? You know, I really don't. Um, you know, we'll have to see, you know, how he comes back from the concussion. I think that's, uh, that's the issue uh, right now is the concussion and see, you know, when he's able to uh, be back to normal and, and uh, pass all the NFL protocol. How did you go about getting your team past that? Because obviously you had the long delay, and it's a pretty distressing thing to see one of your guys down like that. Um, how did you push them past it? Well, you know, I, really it was the players. You know, the players did a great job of being able to re, uh, regroup and get their focus back. And, you know, I think our ability to score right there um, with Carson making a, you know, a great play and Daenerys Moore over there on the sideline uh, making a great catch. for Our ability to score right there, um, you know, got us – got us back in the flow of, of things and, and really, you know, we were able to start focusing more on the team and uh, you know, it's hard it's hard to come back from those type of things because, you know, you care so much about these guys, you work so hard uh, to do the things that we're able to do, uh, and when you see one of your guys go down like that, it's a hard thing. But uh, our guys regrouped, they got back uh, focused, and we're able to finish the game. Well, not to wallow uh, completely in the victory, but we do have to turn the page and, and, and look ahead. Um, what are you hoping the carryover is going to be for this week? Well, I think I'm hoping that the carryover is that, that our guys realize and believe and understand uh, that the things we're doing uh, are going to give us an opportunity to be successful. And uh, I, think, I think the fact that our guys were able to have the mental toughness to stay in and fight and compete for the full 60 minutes, and it didn't always look pretty. Uh, it, we, you know, we weren't always um, you know, in the best of positions, but our guys believed and they kept fighting, and that's what, you know, that's what we needed. And, and uh, uh, to, see the, to see the results of that and what happens when you do that, that was a good thing for our team. What impressed me was you're playing, obviously, against a, a historic franchise that's all about winning the game in the margins, doing the little things. And in this case, it was the Raiders who weren't making the the penalties, uh, the, the, the drive-killing penalties. They were. Um, you weren't turning over the ball. They were. What does it mean to you to see this team sort of adopt what I got the sense you wanted to instill in them? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think again, it's a work in progress, but I think we we've made some progress in 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 that direction. Uh, we want to be a tough, smart, disciplined football team. I believe that wins in this league, and our guys understand that, uh, and they believe in it, and uh, the results are starting to show. It sure looked like a great game. The game plan was fabulous, and the players played it to their best. And I, I you know. <laughs> I can't tell you what a pleasure it was to see that game. It was pleasurable for all the Raider Nation. And, hey, man, you got to give your hat a tip to Palmer, Denarius Moore. I mean, uh, DHB, even him. The offensive line, the defensive line. Michael Huff for changing position. I mean, this team is beaten up. It's bruised. It's been full of holes. And we continued this game to fight to the very last second and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Incredible. I mean, come on. That is a great step forward. And uh, it was a fabulous game all the way around. 
referees, you know, they are what they are. I'm not even going to go into it, but uh, fabulous game by everyone. Good good for Dennis Allen's first victory of our coach. That's a good thing. First victory in the Reggie McKenzie era. That's a good thing. Uh, so let's see what happens this next week. We must play to win, and this is division-changing football right now. And that is all I have to say about that. Okay, I'm going on a rant about this Carson Palmer issue that seems to be, you know, its own little monster. Carson Palmer is the best quarterback we've had since Rich Gannon. Look at it, people. Look at every quarterback we've had since then. Tui, <laughs> we could go down the list. Gradkowski, I mean, the list is long, but none of them played like this guy. None of them have the potential to play like this guy. None of them are this guy. He's the man who's going to lead his team to the next at least two seasons. And he's going to do a great job. Give him some wide receivers and some credit. Raiders head coach Dennis Allen here on the drive. You know, and let's get to Carson here, who I thought was terrific, coach. I mean, the no-huddle offense, he ran um, uh, with great precision. He threw strikes all day. I thought he showed great lateral mobility, something that I know that you said that he had, but I think a lot of Raider fans wanted to see it on on a snap-to-snap basis. He's 32. It's been a couple of years since he's been if not great, certainly among the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Did did this need to happen to maybe reinforce within the Raider fan base that Carson Palmer still is the guy? Well, I know this. I know I know the people in this building have a lot of faith in Carson Palmer, and we believe that he's an elite quarterback. Uh, and I thought he played that way the other day against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought he did a great job of uh, poise under pressure at times, standing in, making some great throws. He threw the ball on time. He made good decisions. He threw the ball with accuracy. Um, and that's the type of performance that we expect out of Carson. And uh, So we weren't shocked when it happened. I mean, that's that's really what we've been watching for a long time now. You know, and by the way, if I'm not mistaken, Coach, didn't he audible uh, out of a certain play that that and and into the run by McFadden? Is that true? Yeah, we uh, we we wanted to run away from that particular pressure that they were bringing, and and so he got us in the right play. That's part of what Carson does. I mean, and that's part of the great thing about the no huddle offense with him is, uh, you know, you're able to. Uh, give him some parameters of what you're trying to do, and, and he's able to execute the offense. So, uh, you know, it's a great advantage for us to have a veteran quarterback like Carson uh, to be able to call some of those shots for us. And Terrell Pryor, man, is nowhere near ready to go on the field. He's nowhere near it, and this is not the season to test it. I don't think he's ever going to get on the field with the Raiders, honestly. And, you know, he doesn't deserve it. He can't play. You think he could run these no-huddle offenses? There's no way he could barely take care of business in the preseason, man. I mean, lucky, couple lucky plays, but please, Palmer's skill is evident. Leave Palmer alone. He's the best player on the team besides Jano. I mean, come on, man. Let's go. DMC, Palmer together. Get a couple more wide receivers, and it's on like Donkey Kong, man. We need a defense. Because I'm going to tell you our offense will get it together. We need defensive backs more than anything else. But please, enough of the Terrell Pryor. 
He is in no way, shape, or form uh, RG3, not even close to uh, to Luck. Are you kidding me? Look at Luck and then look at him. No way. You know, I mean, come on. And somebody described him like Cam Newton. Give me a break, man. He is no Cam Newton. He didn't come out on the field and wow everybody like Cam. You guys are delusional. Stop with the Terrell Pryor rants. If if we're doing shitty at the end of the year, yeah, put him in, whatever. But I don't want to see him unless we are in the toilet. And if that's the case, whatever. But I am tired of listening to people talk about Palmer being a, a loser. He's a great quarterback. Sit back and let him show you his shit, man. The Oakland Raiders travel to Denver to meet my most hated foes. And I mean hated because I can't stand those Bronco hoes. <laughs> I love it. Please. 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 Let me ride that don't get don't get. Let me ride that don't get don't get. Let me ride that don't get don't get. Of course, before the season started, the whole Peyton Manning drama, Peyton Place, <laughs> for all of you old enough to know. This is the continuing story of Peyton Place. Anyway, here we go. Peyton Manning buys a dog. Peyton Manning takes a crap. Peyton Manning blows his nose. I mean, come on, man. Peyton Manning threw a pass all offseason long, and then... Uh, well, they came into the Falcons, and they were shredded. They did beat the Steelers, and they also got thumped by the Texans. Now, both those opponents are very, very tough. We got to go play the Falcons, and they ain't messing around. They're divisional champions, I'm sure. Uh, without a doubt, they're playing that kind of football. But this game against the Hoes at Mile High with this offense if we can muster up another wide receiver, which we brought up from the practice squad, <laughs> can we play like the Oakland A's, perhaps? I mean, <laughs> we need to have guys come out of nowhere and be superstars. It can happen, folks. Denarius Moore will be a much better player this game. He improved last game, so he's going to be able to stretch a field, and their defense is susceptible to the long ball. But we need more than one guy to threaten. And underneath, they're also susceptible to the tight end. That's a fact. The Broncos have an injured center. So that could change the dynamic on the line. You don't know. But that's just one thing the Raiders will be keying on during this game. Now, McGahee's got some damaged ribs. And he's been practicing kind of slow here this week. So I would hope that the defense would punch him in the chest every chance they get. <laughs> every time he goes to the middle, just give him a good punch to the chest. The refs won't give a crap anyway. Dennis, as you get ready to play the Broncos here, your former team, and, and certainly I, I know you're not in the business of disparaging legends, and, and neither am I, but 
I mean, Peyton's been throwing some knuckleballs here. And and I wonder what you've seen, even though it's early in the week and early in the process, getting ready for Denver. Where is Peyton Manning? Because to my unprofessional eyes, if you will, he doesn't look that good. What well, are you saying? Hey, listen, it, it doesn't matter how the ball gets there. It's it's does the ball get there and, and you know, when I watch the tape, uh, I see a I see a very productive offensive football team. Uh, this team can run the ball extremely well. Uh, they're very well coached. They're good up front, um, and and they've got weapons that they can get the ball to and, and throwing the football down the field. So uh, offensively, they're definitely going to be a challenge. You know, defensively, uh, they're playing good good defense. Uh, and they're 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 fast, physical, and aggressive. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great challenge for us. But we're really looking forward to it. Dennis, what advantage do you hope to get out of playing against your former team? You know, I don't. I mean, I guess there's a little bit of an advantage that that you know I have a, a feel for the personnel. Uh, but you know, every year is a different year. They're you know they're doing some different things on offense this year. They're doing some different things on defense. So uh, we're going to have to look at the tape and find out. Uh, you know where we can try to maybe exploit some of the, some of their weaknesses and limit the times that uh, they're able to kind of get after our our vulnerabilities. Hey, let's make this a habit. Now that you beg number one, let's go get number two. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Let's uh, keep doing it this way. Absolutely. C- congrats, Coach. In all seriousness, great job, man. Congrats on your first win. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Well, the Raiders must win this game. The Denver Broncos must win this game because the AFC West all of a sudden is an interesting race. The Chiefs, who were supposed to be the champions, which are now the chumps, I never believe in Castle anyway, uh, they're in it too, and so are the Chargeless. So, you know, we're all kind of in that mix. We're all right there, so... The division is not lost. It's not a one-sided division runaway like it was with the Chargers for a few years. No, 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 my friends. The Raiders are right in the thick of it and need to be in the thick of it during this game. Now, the Bronco defense is brutal and formidable, but they've come across two offenses that have been able to chew their ass up, and that means in the air. Yes, that's right. They are a good run-stopping team, but they're vulnerable and if Carson Palmer gets on a roll, which he can, I'd love to see him pump it in at 70 yards. That would be just fantastic. We should be able to beat these guys. Now, I know it's just as much a long shot as the uh, Steelers game was, but let's hope that things have changed. Let's hope that we have turned a corner and that this team won't be Jekyll and Hyde and won't be a freak one week and a docile lamb the next. We can't have it. We've had too many years of it, and it's bullshit, and I'm sick of it, and so are you. Uh, Romo, can you tell us, first of all, you got a lot of experience playing at altitude, the Raiders playing at altitude this week. What's that really like? It is an issue, but guess what? There's nothing you can do about it. When you walk into the opposing locker room, there's going to be a sign, warning, you are a mile above sea level. You will have trouble breathing. So be careful. Well, guess what? There's no being careful in this game. They have to get another win. Well, is it going to be even harder for the Raiders to run the no huddle when they're at altitude? Is that little extra back and forth going to be an issue? You know what? I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. A lot of people are saying, oh, how are you going to run no huddle with, you know, but the way they run it, it's not like this hurry up no huddle. It's a no huddle, they get the line of scrimmage. Carson is, and he does it different to where he's not in the shotgun doing it. He's doing it behind center, 
And really what he is looking for is seeing if there is a way to expose them on the run. A lot of people will use no huddle to try to get a certain personnel group in there against a certain defense so they can throw the football. But guess what? Carson uses it to run the football just like he did on that Darren McFadden touchdown. And, Romo, how about the, the uh, reverse of that, which is with the Raiders on defense, wouldn't you expect Peyton Manning and the Broncos to be running no huddle as, as much as possible? Absolutely. They will do that, and guess what? The Raider defense will get worn down if they were on the field a long time. The key to this is our offense being able to sustain drives and being able to run the football. This is a much-improved defense from where they were last year when Dennis Allen was the defensive coordinator. So I tell you what, it is vital for Carson to have the game of his life. What kind of defensive approach do you expect the Dennis Allen-led defense to take? Aggressive or more of a, of a coverage defense and, and let Peyton Manning beat him underneath but not over the top? You know what, I, I like have been looking for some kind of an aggressive style, but guess what? He does not have the personnel, as in cornerbacks, to run any kind of an aggressive style defense because he's got to play coverage. So I think they're going to be very similar to the way they were against Pittsburgh. They are going to have a bend but not break mentality, force them to throw the ball underneath, which Peyton loves to do, and then – The big thing that they did this past week, which I haven't seen, is they were going after the ball, and they were able to get two fumbles, which really were the difference in that football game. Uh, Romo, how about Peyton Manning? I mean, there's been talk that, oh, he's not the Peyton Manning of old. There was one scout that told NFL Network Peyton Manning can't throw anymore. To your eye, how far is he from the Peyton Manning of old? Well, when I saw him in week one, I was like, this guy is back. And then, week two, he's down in Atlanta, and I hear the chatter of the guys calling the game that they talked with Peyton during the game. And guess what he was doing? He was telling them, guys, I'm not back yet. I'm still rehabbing. Well, guess what? That's a mistake. If you ask me, you are setting yourself up for failure. What you have to do is, as a football player, a great athlete, you have to be a great actor. And never, ever will you be 100% in the NFL. I never was. Nobody ever is. He's got to go out there and fake his body into being as close to 100 as you can get. So, Romo, if you were on defense and you knew a guy was less than 100%, you'd go easy on him, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? I would see if I was coming off the edge if he had a flag on his hip, and I'd just kind of tap his <laughs> hip and you know maybe maybe play a little two hand touch. Nice, yeah, it's no, nice. I'd try to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. So I'm looking for the Oakland Raiders to beat the Denver Broncos in their house. Make a statement. Say that we're here. Wake up, everybody. Yes, we're beaten. We're tattered, and we got some holes but we can play some football, and if we play anything like we played last week, this team can win and win big in Denver. I just can't imagine a bigger loss to the Denver fan base 
It would be epic. People have to be on suicide watch. It would be epic. I love it. I want to see us do it. Let's get to it. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get in here, nation. Let's hear it. Uh, it's always good to have the opinion of the Raider Nation because it lets us know we are all in the same damn boat. <laughs> Couldn't start the bone line off with a better call than this right here. The fan in hostile territory the eerie radar check this out man you got to relate raider greg and raider randy this is eerie raider two hours north of pittsburgh clearly in pittsburgh territory all i have to say about this game is yeah we beat the freaking steelers yeah oh yeah i could see you sporting your raider stuff all over in their face I mean, that's a huge fan base there. <laughs> Good for you, man. Wear it every day. And here is yet another fan from the seat of hate on the East. <laughs> Pennsylvania Raider, what's up, brother? A thing of beauty is a joy forever. Shakespeare said that. And the Pennsylvania Raider said that. <laughs> what is up? Raider Nation, oh, what a great game. I was at the bar here in Scranton, PA, watching it with all these Steeler fans throughout the bar. There was maybe two Raider fans there the whole game. And, man, I loved every second of it, watching all of those Schittsburgh Steeler fans wiping their ass, walking out the bar with their tail tucked between their legs, and me slamming my beer, talking trash at the end of that game. Oh, man, it was great. This is just what we needed. Where was this the whole uh, rest of the season? You know what? It doesn't matter because it was a great win. We needed it, especially against the Steelers. I can't even remember the last time the Steelers even beat us. Can anybody tell me that? Raider Greg, you probably got the info or the stats. Get it up on uh, the podcast. When was the last time the Steelers beat us? Or what is the record of the Steelers and the Raiders in the last, like, five years? I can't remember the last time they beat us. I'm so ecstatic because I hate, I hate, I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the Pennsylvania Raider. Out. You've got to just see that bar full of that yellow and black and a couple of guys in there in silver and black. And you just got to know that that was like the air out of the balloon <laughs> when they lost. Good for you, man. Good for all you guys in Pittsburgh and Hustle Territory. I love it. Uh, yeah, the record is amazingly close. It's almost split dead even. Raiders, Steelers. It's. I think it just seems that way because these are games that we're not supposed to win. We've been beating their ass on games when, well, we really didn't have much hope. And look at what happens. We be even beat the Steelers. I love it. Thanks for the call, man. And next we have Raider Special Ed. What's happening, Ed? 
Raider Randy or Raider Greg. This is Raider Special Ed in St. Louis. Eh, still here. Man, what a game. Cool. Looks like a little iffy in the first half, but God damn it. The refs, we were getting mugged. No flag on that Darius Hayward Bay fucking hit. Are you fucking kidding me? Ah, bullshit. But this is the Raider football that I grew up with. Over adversity and everything else. Overcame, improvised, overcome, and adapt. Kick their ass. Hey, it was only by three points. But we pulled it out. Maybe they're becoming a team. And the refs need to start fucking watching. Man, our receivers were mugged, but overall, looked pretty good. Looked really good. Except defense. We got to do better on the pass. Got to do better on the quarterback pressure. The run game, we got it down. We're stopping the run left and right and causing fumbles. But, man, even with bad calls, everything else still prevailed. And, and, when's the last time you remember us going against an opponent where our opponent had more penalties than us? Excellent. No penalties. Very few. Maybe, what, four maybe against uh, Pittsburgh's fucking 9 or 10. Nice job. Maybe they're coming together. We're 1 and 2. We ain't out yet. But uh, like I said in my first call, division, those are the most important wins. And those are coming up. Can't lose no more in the division. Because you can go with a losing record. If you win your division, you're in the playoffs. That is the most important. And I like him a lot better, and, man, I'm going to say some prayers for Hayward Bay tonight. I like that thumbs up. That gave me some courage, man. It was a little scary. Twelve minutes they took, and watching them people on him, and I didn't see his fingers moving or nothing. On the way out, he put that uh, thumbs up up, so hopefully he's going to be okay. Just got a little knocked out, but I cannot believe they didn't throw a flag on that. Even on the offense, man, fucking yeah. They were doing pick passes and everything else, and they were getting away with it. That's bullshit. I'm glad we beat the fuck out of the Steelers. I don't like them neither. Anyway, I vented it off, I guess. It was a great win. Hopefully, next week, we'll do the same. I'm out. Thank God Hayward Bay is all right. <clears throat> that was a tense moment. Uh, the referees... Everybody's playing under the same uh, buffoons, so, you know, it's actually an even playing field, even though we're not getting called, they're not getting called. It's pretty even. The replacement refs are toast. It's over. Uh, regular refs will be on in any day, so, you know, we got to keep winning these divisional games. You're right. We got to win one this year, and that's the one coming up in Denver. Thanks for the call, brother. Next is Raider Anthony from Bellingham, Washington. has got a real short and sweet comment. Let's hear it. What's up, Raider Nation? Anthony here from Bellingham. Just a quick message. Hey, Roger Goodell, pay the damn refs. Two missed calls in this game. DHB getting hurt. Pay the damn refs. That's all I got to say about that. And our next caller, very sharp, very sharp indeed, my good brother, Hell Raider. Yeah, this is Hell Raider calling in from Texas. Uh, I'm way under the weather here, so I just want to call up, 
after that game, phenomenal game, by the way. That's what the offense is supposed to do, you know, mixing up some plays. We look like a real freaking football team. I just want to say one thing. Uh, those of you who go on the web, you know I'm a huge Carson Palmer fan. Y'all need to, okay, and I'm just going to say this. Those of you who keep talking about how bad Carson Palmer is, y'all need to shut up, and, that, and that's every one of you. And I don't care if you're a Raider fan or not, y'all need to shut up. The guy's played great. He's the best quarterback we've had since Gannon. None of those issues in that game were from uh, him. He still played a consistent game just like, just like he has. He's been the only one out there who's played the consistent game. Carson Palmer's not the issue. It was a play calling. Obviously, hopefully you all saw that, even though to me the defense still gave up a little bit too many yards. But Carson Palmer is, is the MVP right now, uh, I know, after three games. And we won the, tur- the turnover war, made some plays. Had good field position. Special teams played pretty well. Not real good for our uh, injuries, although. I mean, it seems like everybody's getting hurt. And uh, Carson Palmer's played great. Terrell Pryor, that guy doesn't belong on a field. I had somebody called for Terrell Pryor last week. Dude, that guy's a clown. Terrell Pryor sucks. He, he's he's going to finish out his contract in Oakland sitting on the bench where he belongs. There's a reason he was a jackass in college and got in trouble. He sucks, okay? So I don't want to hear any more about Terrell Pryor. It's if that guy's in there, it's because we are, like, really crappy, which we have been, or Matt Leiner has gotten killed, and so has Palmer. That's the only reason that guy needs to make the field. Let me just say there's another reason why nobody else in the NFL <clears throat> excuse me, even drafted that guy. Wasn't even taking a flyer on him. So um, Carson Palmer played phenomenal. McFadden, wide receivers played great. Got a way to get uh, Denarius Moore in there, obviously. Hayward Bay, I hope he's all right. Tight end plays looking real good. Um, I really enjoy that. Hagen looked good, and uh, I don't know. We're just we're just making some strides. The defense needs to step it up. Pass defense kind of sucks. Uh, they need that definitely needs to be a source of uh, hard draft picks are going to be this year. But uh, anyway, if we'd have played like this last week, we'd have killed both. We'd be three and zero right now. And this is kind of the way we've been in the last couple of years. Inconsistent. Should have been ten and six last year. Hopefully, we can play like this. If we play like this, we'll beat a bunch of teams. If not, then we're screwed. So. Greg, I saw you uh, in the end zone next to Gorilla Rilla, too, so uh, noticed you there. All right. Great job. Thanks a lot. I got to agree 110%. I've been saying it all along. You got to give Carson Palmer a chance. He's just now starting to get into his groove. And Terrell Pryor (laughs) is nowhere near. I mean, what do these guys think? He's Cam Newton. I don't get that because if he was, he'd be playing, man. Get off the Terrell Pryor bandwagon. It doesn't have any wheels. I mean, really. Great call. Good comments, my brother. I hope we continue to win. It's good for the nation. And next, my good brother, Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. What is up, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Hyman calling out of Bakersfield. I just want to say, fuck yeah, baby. That's how we do it. I listened to uh, the last uh, podcast, and uh, I was kind of like, um, we, everybody needs to sit back and just take a little chill pill, man. I don't want to you know, sound too much like an asshole, but you guys, we are in a rebuilding season. And you guys, you guys got to realize something. Our starting center only only played his first game against Miami. That was his first game back. He was off in uh in um when we were back from uh 
OTAs and and, uh, and regular training camp. We missed them, and this is the second game back. You know what? I don't I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, our center is the most intricate piece in our offensive game. He is very important to our offense. But regardless of that, um, this this offense it is gonna take a little while because you know what? You guys can't these guys can't do cut blocks on our defense. The guys in practice, man, they it they, they gotta learn this on the fucking field. This this um this new scheme that they got, you know what? Yeah, it's it's taking a long time to get in there, and you know what? It's it's not about Darren McFadden fucking you know run you know not being able to run in this kind of offense. I believe you can do it. Look at fucking Foster in uh Texas. These they're fucking running the same kind of offense, and yes, he is like fucking Darren McFadden. He's fast like him, so I believe he could make those reads that quick, just like Adrian Foster. You know fucking um. Lorenzo Neal, you know what? Yeah, you, 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 you got, you know, you know what's going on, but you don't know definitely what's going on with with with, with our team inside the locker room, man. So you know, I, I you know, I, I just gotta say it like this, man. Just let let these let these guys play it out. It was only two fucking games, but you know we be bet played a good fucking team today, man. And you guys gotta give it to them. Give them some fucking time to you know to get their offense to. Figure it out. Learn how to fucking do those cutbacks like they're, you know, they're supposed to. You can't learn that in practice. Because like I said, you're going to hurt your guys. And the only way to learn it is on the fucking, you know, it's like, you know, learn learn on, on the job training is what it's got to be, man. And that's the only way it's going to happen, man. So we're going to, yeah, it's, it's, it's a curve, man. And, you know, give these guys some time, man. I, I, I was kind of like disturbed, man. But, you know, just let it play out, man. Just let it play out. And, you know what? Halfway during the season, if it's not fucking working out, then, yeah, start fucking throwing stones. It's a fucking rebuilding season, you guys. We got a new different uh, scheme, and we got a bunch of new different coaches. We got a lot of new different players. You know, not all of them came back this year, you know. So, come on, guys. Let's give the, let's give the Raiders a chance, man. You know, let, let this shit work out. You know, if anybody wants to win, I know they want to win. They want to win just as bad. They want to win for us. So we got to support them, man. And that's the way I've always felt, man. So, you know what? Let's go, man. Let's get this fucking season going. And let's fucking, you know, prove all the non-believers. I'm out. Well, there you have it. We're rebuilding. We have to have some patience. That's not really a word I... I really feel as strong in the Raider Nation. We ain't got no patience, man. You know what? We've had a long, long dry spell without a real championship team. It is time we turn this God-blessed thing around and get rolling. And that's why people are frustrated. I know it's going to take some time, but we've heard this song so many times, and here we are again. So we better get this thing moving. Uh, we have to have patience, but man, I don't know how much patience we can have after the last decade. So nice call, man. I'm hoping we get improvement. I hope we go into Denver and really show that we're stepped up and haven't taken a step back by then. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother, Raina John from Rhode Island. I love this guy. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Raider John from Rhode Island. Wow, I don't know what to say. There's probably a million people calling right now because I think we're all extremely exuberant after what we just saw. 
what a win. Today's my birthday, so it's the best birthday gift I could ever ask for ever in my life. It's unbelievable. I don't I don't know what team showed up last week and who these guys are. No clue what the difference was. Can't believe the first time McFadden touched the ball, he was gone. Um, really don't know what to say. I feel like a big jerk for Dalton, but not giving these guys a chance. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to say Dalton, but, I mean, after the first two weeks, it looked pretty grim. But now, I mean, uh, wow, I, I feel like I was selfish not giving these guys time. They're all young and everything. Who knows, man? I just, uh, I'm just, I'm impressed, dude. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Best birthday gift ever. Raider Nation. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm out. This is the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. This is Dr. Jekyll when we played the uh, San Diego chargeless, nutless, boatless chargers and Mr. Hyde when we play the Steelers. We just need to have Mr. Hyde every game. And inconsistency has killed us for the last nine seasons. (laughs) Let's see it happen again in a row and maybe two in a row, maybe three in a row. Then I will be a for show believer. Yeah, McFadden showed it. The line did it. I mean, everybody played. We need to see that every game, although it was very nice to see it this game. Happy birthday, brother. And next, my very good brother, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. You know he's got to be pumped. He's in hostile territory. What's happening, Chris? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Chris Scranton, PA. Just got done watching that amazing ass whooping. I say ass whooping because I'm surrounded by Steeler fans here. And uh, I was actually watching some of the game with Pennsylvania Raider. And uh, he was the loudest person in the bar. But that's how the nation rolls. We're the loudest. We're the baddest. So it's a great win. Uh, Palmer looked good to give it to him. DMC looked like the old DMC, which we need him to be in order for us to even have a chance to win. Of this 11 carries for 22 yards last week isn't going to cut it. So this week is what I like to see. As far as these refs go, <laughs> I've been supporting them since this whole thing started because they weren't asked to be put in this situation. They, they're just doing their job. But this no call on the obviously dirty hit on DHB was unbelievable. Unbelievable. There's no flags. The guy led with his helmet, attacked with his helmet, and put our man on a cart. And there was no flag on that. Guarantee if one of the Raiders did that, though, he'd be thrown out the game. But anyways, that's all positivity things. I'm loving this win. We're going to go to Denver. We're going to make Manning realize that the AFC West is in Indianapolis. And uh, we'll take his head off, too. So, Raider Nation, Raider Chris, let's keep this winning streak going. And I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Peace. Well, the referee deal is nothing new to the Raiders. I guess all these other teams in the NFL just starting to realize, hey, it's not cool to get a bad call. Well, no shit. Been having to deal with it for years. So get used to it. I think that's what the Raider Nation is right now. We're the only franchise with fan base that gets it. The bad call, that is. Uh, thanks for the call, brother. I can imagine that bar must have been off the chain. What a great experience. Still praying for your mom, brother. You know, God bless her and your family again. I'll be saying that forever, man, because uh, we a tight group up in this house. And next, my good brother, Raider D from the IE, 
That's the Inland Empire for those of you who don't know. I live there. I tell you, I know it well. What's going on, my brother? Greater D from IE, man. I'm coming from watching the game. I'm going to always be hopeful the Raiders are going to do something for, for us. Today they did it. You know, I've said it about maybe 30 times. You can be a Raider fan. You're going to have to strap up your fucking seatbelt because they're going to take you for a ride. Partner. It's going to be like a roller coaster at times. But if it smooths out, everybody else better watch out. Good game. Um, defensive backs, uh, they got eight a little bit, and that line wasn't getting pressure early. But, man, that second half we brought the noise. Offense hung in there. Sent some prayers up to D, uh, DHB. You know, he took a vicious hit. I think Roger Goodell better get those reps back. We're going to get some guys hurt in this league. And, um, you know, in order to break the unions, you want to sacrifice these guys' careers and lives. I think that's fucking bullshit. I think it's bullshit. You know, it's a a billion-dollar industry, and you're fighting over a few fucking pesos for guys who go and travel all over the country to give you the best officiating that you can get in any level of sport. I think you pay them their fucking money, and, uh, and, and, and let's, let's get, you know, let's save our guys from getting hurt like this one. He's trying to break the union, and he can't admit that he's wrong. Anyway, fuck the officials. Raiders, baby. Raider Nation. Give Carson Palmer the game ball. He, kept, he stayed in there. He kept his head cool. Didn't make the mistake. Didn't make the bad throws. I mean, he had a couple times where he fucking kept his, you know, eyes on, on one guy, but he spread that ball around. He got tight ends involved. He didn't get McFadden killed. McFadden! Take it to the house, baby. Man, I'm pumped. I think um, we'll keep hanging in there, man. Keep hanging in there. I watch the rest of the West. You know, the Chiefs came back at 1-1. The Chargers got a foot stuck in their asses, and Manning got his ass roasted again. You know, we got those motherfuckers coming up. But they're beatable. Everybody needs to recognize they're beatable. We fucked our first game off. We got our ass with the second game. And then we came and we played with heart. Play like that in every game. And um, I, I think we're somewhere in the hunt come week 16, 17. Ready to D for Nye, and I'm out. Peace. I think one of the most important things you said was put your seatbelt on. That's no shit, man. Put your seatbelt on, because if you're a Raider fan, that's exactly what it is, man. Roller coaster, roller coaster, and you are so right. When that roller coaster evens out, you better watch out, because when that happens, well, the rest of the league hates us even more, and I love it even more. (laughs) I love it. Well, we're not a Super Bowl team, but we can contend I'd like to see us play some decent football. You know, it's not about winning and losing this year. It's rebuilding season, but it's about the way we play, and we played very well. Thank you for the call, brother. And next we have Captain Crisp. Oh, man, and he's locked up in Bronco territory. Man, that's some hostile place right now. You in the middle of Raider week. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hey, Raider Greg. Hey, this is uh, Captain Chris here in Casper Island, deep here in Bronco country, celebrating our 12th anniversary. My wife and I have been married 12 years uh, at the store today. And, of course, we're deep in Bronco country, so 
you know, there's the wives, there's the moms, there's the little kids dressed in their Bronco gears, the Bronco jerseys, the dads with their Bronco hats on. Given the wife and I are dirty left because we're, you know, we're in our Raider gear, we're representing here in, in Bronco country because it's Raider Nation. But anyway, so Taylor says, uh, checking out, says, well, who the Raiders play today? Well, they, they play the Steelers. Well, that's going to be tough. And, man, tough it was. It was a hard-fought game. But the team stepped up, man. That's Carson Palmer stepped up. The the coaching staff stepped up. I mean, that was a good game calling there at the end by the coach. And uh, what an anniversary present. Seabass delivered, man. A kick at the end to, to beat the Steelers. Go to one and two. Next up, Broncos. So it looks like we'll have to make that tough three-and-a-half-hour trip down there to uh, the Denver land and participate in some of the tailgate and the blackout parties, and hopefully we'll see the Raiders put a smack down on those old Bronco hoes, buddy. Go Raiders. Captain out. First, let me congratulate you on 12 years, man. It takes a lot to make one. It takes a bunch to make 12. It takes a total bunch to make any more than that. (laughs) I know. I've been doing it. But on another note, wearing your stuff there in Denver, bless you, man, because that's what it is. It is that to be a Raider fan in Bronco Ho territory. Good for you, man. Good for representing. I sure as hell hope the Raiders beat those Bronco Ho's just for fans like you. Because you know in Pennsylvania, they're walking around with the Raider, Raider stuff on all week long. It is Raider Week in Denver. I don't even get that at all. I mean, we don't have Bronco Week here. We don't have Chiefs Week. We don't have Chargers Week. But those suckers find it so important to beat us. They got to dedicate the whole damn week. We don't give a crap. We just want to play them on Sunday. Let's move on. (laughs) I love the Raider Nation. Thanks for calling, brother. I hope we pull a victory out for you, my man. And our next caller from Central Oregon, Raider Mystic. What's going on up there, brother? What's up, Raider Greg? What's up, Raider Randy? It's Raider Mystic. Called in live from Central Oregon. Uh, stoked on the last Raider victory. It was off the fucking hook. I've been waiting for a win like that for uh, a whole year, I think. And I was really kind of scared, but I thought we would come in with a whole new attitude, and we were down by 10, and fourth quarter was coming up. But the Raiders prevailed with the Raider attitude. They did what they had to do. They played defense. They won the trenches in the end. They came after the quarterback. Roethlisberger's a sneaky little critter. Not little, kind of big. But... uh, we had enough pressure to at least uh, jostle him a little bit and take him down a few times. And, you know, it's good to see those defensive guys fired up, running around, pumping their fists in the air. They were taking our players out. I hope Darius is all right. I'm kind of worried about him. But anyways, overall, awesome victory, Raider Nation. Yeah. Yes, it has been some time since we have had a victory. Now, to put it that way, uh, we lost some games at the end of the season last year, and we lost the first two this year. So it has been a long time since victory. 
I think it makes it better <laughs> just because we haven't seen one in so damn long. Frank, thanks for the call, man. Our next caller, the man from under the waves, really, the surface radar. I love these calls. Hey, Reddy Greg, Raider Nation. Um, this is Surface Raider. Um, very, very exciting game at, at the weekend. Um, one of the one of the best games of football I've listened to for a very long time. I've seen for a very long time. Um, you know, it was real edge of the seat stuff. It was great. Um, I thought the team came through brilliantly. Um, Carson Palmer led them. Uh, Fadden was getting it done. It, it, lots of things looked better. Um, a couple of things, a couple of points, really. The first thing, it, it, does Tommy Kelly seem to be committing all of our fucking penalties at the moment? Um, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. And I noticed the guy standing on his own at the far end of the sideline about as far as you can get from anybody else. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how much we need Tommy Kelly. Um, but he's got to be cutting close to getting cut now because he's, he's not doing us a lot of favours. Uh, the rest of the team, I think, are playing with a lot more discipline now. I, I really like what's happening with the penalties. Um, I, I haven't seen them playing this tightly for a long time, which is great. Um, but what I actually wanted to, to share, um, a, a buddy of mine's a Seahawks fan, uh, which is, <laughs> is a great misfortune for him, but there you go. Um, they ran with Greg the cunt naps offense a while ago. Um, and Marshall Lynch got nowhere for the first half of the season behind that zone blocking scheme. Uh, and then it all clicked in for him and he started turning in some good numbers. So maybe it's just that the zone block is going to take longer to settle down. And these guys are learning as they go along. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens from there. Hopefully McFadden will click with it. But, um, you know, Greg Knapp couldn't get McFadden going last time he tried. Um, I don't know if this time will be any different. I thought some of the play calling from, from that department fucking sucked in the last game as well. Um, particularly uh, the second attempt to flick McFadden out wide. Now, it hadn't worked the first time. And the reason it hadn't worked the first time is because it's the wrong play to call against the Steelers' defense. McFadden's quick, but he can't break the laws of physics. And that linebacker is always going to get across and shut the play down. And, and the second time they called it, it just killed a drive. Uh, it was it was a dumb call. We don't have enough drives to give them away like that. Anyway, um, I loved the game. It was great to get that first win under our belts. Maybe this season won't be a write-off after all. And uh, I'm looking forward to what looks like a, a beatable Broncos team, actually. I'm, I'm fairly hopeful for this weekend. So I've got to say, go Raiders. Surface Raider, I'm out. That's pretty much a consensus that we have to wait and see whether the zone blocking scheme works. I'm not too concerned at this point about that because we're going that direction, whether or not it works or not. The play calling is really a big concern, but he did a pretty good job in this game. I think that Allen has hands in it. I think that's what made the difference in this game is that Dennis Allen stepped in and said, no, that's not okay. And started to work more with Knapp and saying, this is good. This is no good. And I think that's why it turned out so well. Let's just hope that the Broncos that are beatable uh, are not developing faster than we are. This is going to be a heck of a game. Uh, they're going to be ready for this game. A uh, big game for them at home. They lost their first home game, and they're looking for some vengeance now. And I don't give a shit what they're looking for. I'm looking for a victory and division. Away is a great thing. We've done it before. We've beat them before at their house. It ain't impossible, even with the great Peyton Manning. Ain't that some bullshit for sure. 
Well, we'll see what happens on Sunday. I will be watching, as I know you will too. Let's hope this team comes up and makes a statement in this game. I am Raider Greg, and I am Hope.